Today is Easter Sunday. Happy Easter to all. Welcome to today's Paschal Cast. This is Father John Zulzdorf. Our Roman station today is Santa Maria Maggiore. St. Mary Major is one of the earliest churches dedicated to the Mother of God after the Council of Ephesus in 431. Sixtus III had his deacon Leo, later Pope Leo the Great, execute the mosaics of the Triumphal Arch, and they are rich with his deep theology about the Virgin and the Incarnate Word, having scenes of the life of Christ and from the Old Testament. Housed in a chapel here is the icon of Mary, most beloved of the Romans, Salus Populi Romani, health or salvation of the Roman people, brought here in 590 from Crete. Pope Gregory himself met the arrival of the icon, which was brought up the Tiber River in great festivity, and he put it in St. Mary Major. When there were plagues in Rome, processions were usually made to St. Peter's on the Vatican Hill, but Gregory the Great, in the same year, 590, had the procession instead to St. Mary Major. Let us ask the Blessed Virgin's help in the eradication of all of society's plagues right now, whether viral, such as COVID, or ideological, such as demonic gender-twisting and cancel culture. From the Liturgical Year by Dom Prosper Geranger Our risen Jesus, seen by no other mortal eye, has sped to his most holy mother. He is the Son of God, he is the vanquisher of death, but he is likewise the son of Mary. She stood near him to the last, uniting the sacrifice of her mother's heart with that he made upon the cross. It is just, therefore, that she should be the first to partake of the joy of his resurrection. The gospel does not relate the apparition thus made by Jesus to his mother, whereas all the others are fully described. It is not difficult to assign the reason. The other apparitions were intended as proofs of the resurrection. This, to Mary, was directed by the tender love borne to her by her son. Both nature and grace required that his first visit should be to such a mother, and Christian hearts dwell with delight on the meditation of the mystery. There was no need of its being mentioned in the Gospel. The tradition of the Holy Fathers, beginning with St. Ambrose, bears sufficient testimony to it, and even if they had been silent, our hearts would have told it us. Just as the sun's rays in springtime cause the buds on the branches of the trees to sprout and open up, so the radiance that streams forth from Christ's resurrection gives strength and meaning to every human hope, to every expectation, wish, and plan. Hence the entire cosmos is rejoicing today, caught up in the springtime of humanity, which gives voice to creation's silent hymn of praise. The Easter Alleluia, resounding in the church as she makes her pilgrim way through the world, expresses the silent exultation of the universe, and, above all, the longing of every human soul that is sincerely open to God, giving thanks to Him for His infinite goodness, beauty, and truth. Dear brothers and sisters, the risen Christ is journeying ahead of us, toward the new heavens and the new earth, in which we shall all finally live as one family, as sons of the same Father. He is with us until the end of time. Let us walk behind Him in this wounded world, singing Alleluia. 
In our hearts there is joy and sorrow. On our faces there are smiles and tears. Such is our earthly reality. But Christ is risen, he is alive, and he walks with us. For this reason we sing and we walk, faithfully carrying out our task in this world with our gaze fixed on heaven. Pope Benedict XVI. Oh, my God.